Thank you, Pastor Bruce. It's good. I don't think I've had a welcome like that here before. There we go. I feel quite special and like I'm important. Um, wow. Hey, you guys can grab your seats. Apparently I'm a middle-aged man, according to John Tomer, so he's the old codger and the middle-aged man, so there we go. Thanks, team. Great work this morning. Let's give our team another hand. Do a phenomenal job every week coming in, and while we're giving people some encouragement, let's encourage Emily Tomer. First time service leading this morning. Great work. Seamless. But no, it's great to uh, have people stepping up into new things, isn't it? I'm a little ringy there, Mr Jones. Um, New things is always a fun topic to talk about when we start a new year. And uh, I had a message coming together that was all about new norms, start with new beginnings. And uh, that is not what I'm preaching about anymore because i got a new thing on my new thing. And so I'm no longer talking about new things, but I'm talking about keep on keeping on. And as I've been praying and um, reading through, I shared last week around the tithe message around the scripture and it's just been sitting in me and um, just continuing to stir around in my spirit. I thought, well, let's just stay in this place. And, uh, you know, it's one thing to start something new, but I find for me, the majority of my time is spent in keeping on keeping on. It's, It's a rare thing to start something new but there's always things that we just have to keep going. There's always times when we have to just keep going through and it's easy, I find, to get sometimes bored. It's easy at times to feel like, well, this is a little bit mundane, this is a little bit, why am I doing this? Why am I still doing this? But to have a good spirit, to have a good heart, to have a good attitude about keeping on keeping on is a good thing and something that can help us get to where we need to get to. And, uh, and so Colossians 1, 9-12 says this, For this reason, since the day we heard about you, we have not stopped praying for you. We continually ask God to fill you with knowledge, uh, with the knowledge of his will through all the wisdom and understanding that the Spirit gives, so that you may live a life worthy of the Lord and please him in every way bearing fruit in every good work, growing in the knowledge of God, being strengthened with all power according to his glorious might, so that you may have great endurance and patience. So that you may have great endurance and patience. It doesn't say so that you may have great success. It says so that you may have great endurance and patience. And giving joyful thanks to the Father who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of his holy people in the kingdom of light. See, so it doesn't say that that you'll have great fruit. It doesn't say you'll have great success. It doesn't say that you'll have great new beginnings at the start of each year. It doesn't say that every time it gets tough, just drop it and move on to something fresh. It, It says, no, that you'll have endurance and patience so that... We can keep on keeping on. And so that, that phrase has just been stirring around in me, especially this last week, about, okay, what am I going to do? 
And I've been looking at the year to come for me and going, oh, there's new things on the horizon for me this year. There's, there's a whole bunch of new chapters that I shared towards the end of last year that I've been thinking about going back to study. And um, for me, study, we were just talking about it with a couple of the younger guys before the service about Year 12 and um, the guys were sharing how well they did in Year 12 and uh, I didn't share how well I did because they did a lot better than I did. And, uh, and so study is one of those things that it's something that I'm going to have to make a decision once I do start, whenever that is. They haven't got back to me about a start date, but when that is, it's something that I'm going to have to keep on keeping on with. It's something that's going to be very easy for me and my personality and the way that I work to just go, oh, no, too hard, drop it and move on to the next thing. But, but it's about keeping on going with that there's there's new things happening all around us but what's the thing that we need to keep going with what's the thing that that I need to just go no I'm going to persist with this through 2019 I may not have got the fruit that I was looking for in 2018 or 2017 or 2016 or 2009 you know there's those 10 year recap photo things going around on Facebook at the moment, which some people are choosing to put up funny things and some people are doing them semi-seriously and some people are choosing just to not do it at all. Um, but it's, it's easy to look back and go, well, what have I done new since 10 years ago? And then what have I continued to do from 10 years ago? And I was looking at it for myself and thinking about it, going, okay, so some of the things that I've continue to do that I was already doing 10 years ago, they're the ones that are starting to bear fruit. They're the ones that are starting to actually give me the most joy and satisfaction in my life, not the new things that I've started in that time. And so things take time. And if we're constantly looking at dropping them to start something new, guess what? We don't get the fruit for a number of years. We've got an elm tree in our backyard that we're at the moment, depending on the day, going, do we cut it down, do we keep it? Provides awesome shade and uh, keeps the place a little bit cooler and it's, <laughs> I'm getting these, chop it down. Um, but but it's, it provides awesome shade for the house, it provides awesome shade for the boys so that they've got somewhere in the shade to sit and play and do whatever else they're doing. They don't sit very much, but um, for Emma to sit and the boys to play. Um, but it, at the same time, there's this big patch of, grass that is pretty well dead and does not grow because of the tree and there's these little sticks that it just continuously drops that are so frustrating and the leaves that it feels like it just finally got to the stage where it's got a full head of hair and then starting to drop leaves already and I'm going right that's it I said to Emma yesterday I'm like right I'm cutting it down next weekend and then she was like if we cut the tree down on the way to church this morning. I'm like, what do you mean if? I'm cutting it down. Okay, so we're going to have to go back and have the conversation. But if we decide to cut that down, that tree has been there for I don't know how many years. To replace that with something new is not going to provide the same canopy, not going to provide the same covering, the same protection, the same stability, the same shade, the same outlook as what something new is going to do. Yeah. It's going to be different. Yeah. And so you've got to weigh up those options. Something else that just made me think about this point was a video that I saw kicking around on um, Facebook. Goldcast is a um, 
kind of motivational, um, inspirational page that put together different videos um, quite regularly and I love quite a few of them. I think I've shared one or two um, with certain people around here before but I saw this one during the week so we just, so I watched that and basically went wow. To know the story of Michael Jordan and kind of the end story of him, the success story of him, the, the athlete that some say he's the best athlete of all time, the, the best basketball of all time, and I'm not going to get into that debate with whoever they're comparing him with these days. There will always be someone. But since, it's always come back to how do they stack up against him, against him, against... Um, anyway, that's beside the point. But there's, there's those moments, like getting told you dropped from the team because you're only 6'6". So is anybody here 6'6"? Six, six? You are, aren't you, Simon? No? What are you? Six five. Four. Six four. Six five. <laughs> six three. Six is slowly going that way, yeah. Um, but it's like, okay, so you, you're not tall enough to do what? Be so easy. How many people have just gone, oh, heard that, and gone, oh, it's all too hard, give up, move on to the next thing, start something new. But no, he dug his heels in. He had a father who he said, no, let's, let's keep pushing into this. And through that, became extraordinary. Through that, got backed by Nike, this little unknown company, but then grew into something huge. It's like, just my mind, as I was watching it and thinking about it, going, there's some endurance, there's some, there's some perseverance to go, all right, we don't even know how good you're going to be, but we're going to back you because we see potential. We don't know if it's going to pay off, but we're believing it is, and so we're going to pay the fine so that you can wear the shoes. It's like, well, $5,000 fine, I don't know how many games there are in a basketball season. Josh, I'm looking at you. About 82, so what's the maths on that? Somebody, Julie Sampson, 82 by 5,000, $40,000, and their return was $100 million. Sorry? 400000 worth of fines. I looked at the maths teacher and she got it wrong. You're on holidays. Oh, okay. That's why I can't do maths, because Julie was... No! Um, yes, I went there. You tried. Lots of teachers tried with me, Julie. You weren't alone there. But, but there's a big, a big gap between what they saw and the return that they got. But if they had have said, no, nah, all too hard. If Michael had have said, it's all too hard. If the teams had have gone, no, nah, we're persisting with the fact that you're too short, that you're too this, you're too that, it wouldn't have happened. But there was people that were willing to give it a crack, willing to, for people to keep on, keeping on and push through the obstacles. I uh, shared something else on Facebook, which has, again, got some... Um, response from people I know and people that um, I don't know have been sharing it as well about people getting handed out participation awards these days and I'm not going to go into that realm this morning. Um, If you know me, you know my view on that. But 1 Corinthians 9.24 and 25 say this, "Do Do you not know that in a race all the runners run but only one gets the prize. This is in biblical times, not in our current day, because everyone gets a prize now. But run in such a way as to get the prize. 
This is first prize, not the participation prize. Everyone who competes in the games goes into strict training. They do it to get a crown that will not last, but we do it to get a crown that will last forever. I love that, that that we go into training so that we can run the race, so that we can win the prize. Thinking about that, applying that to, to my life. Applying that to your life as you're sitting here this morning thinking about what am I doing in 2019? What have I been doing in the past years that, that I'm going to keep pushing into, that I'm going to persevere with? Because when you go into training, it's easy to give up. When you go into training, it's, it's easy to have down days when it's like, what's the point? It's easy to, when that alarm goes off at 5 o'clock in the morning or 6 o'clock in the morning to, to just go... Can't be bothered today. But those that succeed, those that get the prize, whatever that prize might be for you, those that persevere, those that continue to push into their training regime, they're the ones who win the prize. They're the ones who get to where they want to get to. And so I want to encourage you this morning as we kick into 2019, what's your training regime? Wherever you're wanting to get in 2019, maybe you've been persevering at something going, but, but I just haven't quite got across the line yet. Maybe you need to up your training. Maybe instead of getting out of bed at 5.30 to go and swim some laps or go to the gym, you need to get out of bed at 5 o'clock. Maybe instead of reading the word for one minute a day, you might up it to a minute and a half or two minutes a day or your prayer time that you allocate to your daily devotion is maybe 30 seconds. Maybe it's just on the way to work in the car or in the bus or while you're going for your walk in the morning or at night maybe you need to up that to being okay I'm going to schedule some extra time to be praying to be seeking God to be reading the word it's like what is it that you need to do to increase your training because if we're not going to be trainers if we're not going to be actually focusing on what we're wanting to achieve we can endure a lot we can be as patient as we like but it's got to be put together with some training it's got to be put together with something that's going to go okay I'm actually going to reach this prize I'm not just going to sit back and wait for it to come for me but I'm going to go out and get it and it's it's hard work I don't know if you've been in training of any description physical training for anything before but it's it takes commitment it takes time it takes effort it takes not just Focus from yourself, but focus from people around you. Might be parents or somebody to get you there. So I remember growing up and football training, and um, we used to do football and swimming and tennis in summer. For a little while, I did cricket, but mum and dad got pretty bored of that, um, as most people tend to do through summer periods. Um, but it's like going to training requires commitment. It requires the fact that I'm going to turn up. And not only am I going to turn up, but I'm going to allow myself to be taught and trained by my coach. That adds in another level to that, to go, well, I'm not just going to turn up and I'm not just going to swim some laps, but I'm going to be open to somebody standing above me on the side of the pool and critique my stroke. They're going to critique my turns. They're going to critique how I push off from the wall. They're going to critique my breathing style, when I'm breathing, how often I'm breathing, all those different things that you go, but... I'm just going for a swim, 
But if I'm wanting to get faster, if I'm wanting to get more efficient, if I'm wanting to reach the goal, which is to win the prize, then I need to allow myself to be coached. I need to allow someone to speak into my life to say, hang on, hang on, you're, you're breathing to the right every time. You need to start breathing to the left every second stroke so that you can see what's happening out that side as well. It's more efficient to do it that way. You can see what's both sides of the pool. There's all those little tips that you get. It's like football training. There was people that tried and tried and tried, a bit like my maths at school. There was people that tried to critique and change my running style, but it just didn't happen. And so my lope just became more of a lope and uh, I got slower and slower, but I could still run distance um, until... I started to do what Simon just said, shrink height-wise and go outwards. But it was coupled with the fact that, which is part of what I'm trying to say this morning, is that part of what happened was I stopped training and guess what happened? A fat middle-aged man. I'm feeling the love this morning. This is awesome. But it's speaking <laughs> But it's like what what happens when you stop training is exactly that. You go downhill. You're no longer in shape to reach the prize. There's no way I could go out there and try and run a five K run anymore at the pace that I used to run it. I might be able to get through five Ks. Yeah, maybe. I'd still back myself in to get through five Ks, but it certainly wouldn't be in the time probably not. No. Nah. <laughs> I'll do it with you, Simon. You do it today and I'll do it tomorrow. All right? And um, if you get there, I'll give, it a, I'll give it a crack. But it's like you, there's, there's things that I could do when I was training that I can't do now. And so as we are looking at it going, yes, it's, it's all well and good to keep on keeping on. It's all well and good to have the dream and the, the goal and the, the focus to say, I'm going to get there. But what am I doing about it? taking it away from the sporting field into your workplace, into your family, into your devotional life, into your life in church. It's like, well, what are you wanting to achieve in 2019? Yes, we can start something new or we can go, okay, I've been trying this, but maybe I need to find a coach. Maybe I need to get out of bed a little bit earlier and enter a training regime. Maybe I need to start focusing on some certain, certain things, certain things so that I can actually reach the goal that I'm wanting to reach. So I love Michael Jordan's dad, the quote that they had in that video just before from him. You can be as big as you want in your thinking. It's like there's, there's something about that, but it's got to be attached to the training. It's got to be attached to the perseverance. It's got to be attached to the hard work. And so what is it that as you look at your world, so I've mentioned a couple this morning that that I'm looking at doing and persevering in the right sense of the word through study in 2019. It's it's something new, so it kind of defeats my original point, but, but it's also something that I've been kind of dabbling in through C3 College here for a number of years, but never taken that next step had conversations about, yeah, I'll do it, yeah, I'll do it, but 
never actually sent off the email or made the phone call to make it happen. And it's something that's so easy to, to say, yes, I'm going to do it, when there's nothing really to do. It's so easy to, to say, I'm going to get up in the morning and I'm going to go for a, for a run, or I'm going to go to the gym, or I'm going to go here, or I'm going to do that. It's, it's so easy to say, oh, I'm going to stop smoking. I'm going to quit drinking. I'm going to start eating more healthy. I'm going to stop going through the Macca's drive through on the way home. It's like, move out of Mount Barker. It makes life so much easier to stop visiting Macca's on the way home. But there's, there's things that we can do. Moving out of Mount Barker might be... That's not why we moved out of Mount Barker, by the way. But um, it has been a blessing in that regard. Um, although there's times when I just go, oh, just go home from Harndorf Fire, Mount Barker. It's only a couple of minutes. Um, but it's, there's things that we can do to make us help and get that shift. And, and so as I, I come to my walk, to go, okay, what do I need to do? What time do I need to set aside in 2019 so that I can achieve my goal? What people do I need to gather around me to encourage me? What people do I need to gather around me to motivate me, to critique me? So all that coach in a swimming pool critiquing your breathing, critiquing your stroke, critiquing your, your turns and the, the way that you touch the wall and push off from the wall and all those different aspects of a swimmer. But when I'm swimming in the pool, I couldn't see that my arm was going straight through like this. It felt fine, but to have somebody on the outside saying, if you go like that as you're swimming you get more power, was like, okay, I'll try it. And what happens? You get more power just by moving your arm out to the side. I can't remember what it's called, something, but um, swimming. It's called swimming. <laughs> but it's like to have somebody say that to you is like, okay. So as I enter into my 2019, as you enter into your 2019, who are you going to have that you say, can you stand over me and watch me and critique me? Can you, can you watch how I'm parenting my kids and give me some tips? Scary thought. Don't try and give someone tips unless they've asked, especially on parenting. Just a little <laughs> side note or you know, unleash the beast. But it's like other areas of my life. How, how often do I open up my financial world to somebody and say, here it is, I've been striving away at this and unlike Emily's bank account that goes like this I've got kids and so my bank account goes used to go up and then come down a little bit when I bought myself something that I wanted but now it's just mainly just kind of but it's like when was the last time I when was the last time you opened it up to somebody and said hey I trust you can you have a look at this and give me some advice give me some tips what can I do? How can I be more diligent with my spending? How can I be more generous with my spending? What can I cut back on here? It's like opening up finances, parenting, maybe in your workplace, asking your boss to say, what can I do in 2019? I've been thinking about starting afresh, going somewhere else because there's no challenge, but maybe just opening up a conversation with somebody says, hang on, well, there's actually plenty of opportunity right here where you are if you're willing to apply yourself, if you're willing to dig a little deeper and push in. And so what do we need to do? What can we do? 
to go to that next step in 2019? What can we do to keep on keeping on? Because I'm believing that as we do that, we will see the endurance, we'll see the patience, but as we read in 1 Corinthians, we'll see us reach the prize if we do not give up, if we continue to train, if we continue to push in to him, if we continue to seek advice and counsel, we can reach it. And finally, I love the, the thought that came up at the end of the video that, that we watched, Know Your Worth. See, Michael Jordan was a man who knew his worth in his own ability. He was willing to back himself in because he knew, his dad knew, that he had something special and despite him being short at six foot six, had incredible ability, had an incredible leap, had incredible shoes and so went a long way. It was all the shoes and those little air pockets that made him spring further and uh, that was the difference and pretty well, that's why they sold $100 million worth of shoes because people believed it. If I get shoes, I want to be like Mike. If I get shoes that have got a little bit of air in them, then I'll be able to jump further. I'll be able to jump higher and marketing, boom, there they went. Go figure. But it's like, know your worth. He knew his worth in himself. Do you know your worth? As you look at yourself in the mirror, do you know your worth? See, I love the, the fact that as a Christian, my worth isn't just in what I see in myself, not just about how I look at myself, how other people see myself, but, but it's how he sees myself. Yeah, it's how our creator yeah. sees me. Yeah. See, uh, in John 3.16, Jesus gave his life for me. Jesus gave his life for you. What's your worth? We well, are worthy enough for Jesus to die on a cross for you. If you were the only person here, he would have done it. If I was the only person that needed saving, Jesus would have done it. He would have gone to the cross to carry my sin. He would have gone to the cross to carry your sin. Why? Because he knows your worth. Do you? As you, as you look at yourself in the mirror, as you think about what am I, who am I? See, I try not to think about who am I, but whose am I? That brings it home for me about my worth. Suddenly it takes it from me being who I am in my strength to me being who I am in his strength. The one who created me, yes, is unique. Yes, as myself but in his image, not in my image, in his image. And so as we come to a close this morning, I'd love you to just close your eyes if you haven't already. So why do we close our eyes? It's just to block out the distractions around us so that you can have a moment with God this morning. Know your worth. Know whose you are.
See, for God so loved the world that he sent his only son. Sent his only son to die for you, for me. So that those who believe in him can have eternal life. And so I want to ask you this question this morning. Maybe the first time you've heard and had somebody ask you this question, you might have had somebody ask you years ago and you've responded, but then drifted away from the truth. Drifted away from walking with him. Those that believe in him may have eternal life. Do you believe in him? Do you believe in Jesus Christ? The man who died on a cross for your sin, for my sin. If you're sitting in this meeting this morning and you go, John, that's, I believe in him, but, but I've never invited him into my life. I've never accepted his salvation and his grace into my life. I'd love to pray a prayer with you this morning to invite him in to accept that love, to accept that grace and start on a journey of walking with him. Start on a training regime of getting to know him. And so if that's you this morning, you're going, John, that's, that's me. I, I, I want to pray that prayer. I've never done it, but I want to do it this morning or I did it a while ago, maybe months, maybe years ago, but, but I need to come back to God today. I need to want to come back and start walking in a relationship with Jesus again today. If you're sitting in this meeting and that's you, I'd love you to just slip your hand up with everyone's eyes shut, no one looking around. Is there anyone today that says, John, that's me. I want to pray that prayer with you. I'm not going to embarrass you. I'm not going to ask you to come out the front. But I'd love to have a moment to pray with you and invite Jesus into your heart. Father, I thank you. God, for every person sitting here in this meeting, God, every person listening online in the weeks to come, God, I pray that as we look at the year ahead, as we look at what's in front of us, God, we wouldn't be looking to try and start new things, but God, we'd be looking at the things that we can persist with the things that we can enter into a training regime with, the things that we can push into so that we can reach the goal, so that we can get the prize, whatever that is, whatever that might be. Father, I thank you for your touch on people this morning. God, as they're thinking, as they're pondering, looking internally, God, I thank you that you're stirring us up to to activate plans, stirring us up to push in to you in 2019. God, I thank you and I pray that there'd be people sitting in this meeting going, I need to find a coach in this area of my life in 2019 to take me to the next level. God, I thank you. Father, you're encouraging us 
to keep on keeping on. In Jesus' awesome name. Amen.